Good morning. For New England Public Radio News, I'm Carrie Healy. When you see people with their heads buried in their phones, possibly playing a game like Bejeweled Blitz, don't judge them too harshly. New research finds the visual search and matching app may have potential as a brain training tool. UMass psychologist Susan Whitbourne. Well, with the older adults, which was my primary interest, we found that people who actually spent time on these games were faster at visual search. We had a simple search task, and then we had the bejeweled game. And we found that that simple search task did predict people's scores on the bejeweled game. So that was the older adults. And at the same time, we were doing a parallel study on young adults to see how many trials it would take for them to get better scores and also do better on a search task. Do you know if this research has any insights into how an even younger group of brains might function? Would they be similarly influenced in children or no? Oh, that's a great question, Carrie, because there is a lot of controversy over whether iPad use and video games and just this whole enterprise is bad for children's brains. And then there's worry about the attentional disorders that kids have that these games could accentuate. Some other research, not mine, on younger people and adolescents shows that Certain kinds of games really help hone their attentional skills. How do you see the kind of the genre of casual video games in a larger sense, in the whole kind of brain workouts to enhance cognitive function scheme? Yes, Carrie, that's an excellent question. And unfortunately, there are some companies that are now promoting their products, and they're, they're not cheap, and they don't have demonstrated efficacy. We showed some things in our study, but we didn't show as much as obviously we would have liked. With the brain games, one would hope that they would have the effect of helping neurons stay alive and work more efficiently and effectively, just because it's all based on this use it or lose it premise and the idea that our brains have plasticity. So I think that's what people are looking for, this idea of being able to overcome normal age deficits, but then beyond that, even improving over where you were prior to experiencing these games. Is there hope? Do you play them? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I do. Well, (laughs) actually, somebody taught me Bejeweled Blitz, and that's what really got me thinking about this game. And so the first study we did was a survey of some 10,000 people all around the world. We were absolutely bowled over by the number of people who play these games. So I felt a little bit better (laughs) about myself um, for being a little tiny bit hooked. But, you know, more importantly, if you know what you're doing while you're playing them, so when I'm actually myself my own subject, I think I have gotten some introspection about it and I can see where I'm learning to do things not only quickly but efficiently planning your moves, really being consciously aware of when you're making decisions, all of this is good for the brain. So it seems like if we can get to the point of showing directly that playing these games improves people's cognitive functioning, yes, I think there are unlimited number of benefits that can come from this. Dr. Susan Whitbourne, Professor of Psychology at UMass Amherst, thank you. You're welcome, Carrie. It was a pleasure. Whitbourne cautions that more research on this is needed. Likewise, my colleague Karen Brown has found that some other services marketed as helping the brain come up well short in the research department. You can find those stories at nepr.net.